Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The new Willy Wonka Golden Ticket Games from the Virginia Lottery are here. The Scratcher gives you the chance to win up to $100,000. The online game gives you the chance to win up to $1 million. For more information, visit VALottery.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the LPN Show. Recorded both in Los Angeles and New York City. We're just, you know, here to hang out. Have a good time. All right. I'll talk to y'all after a while. Hello. You are one of the luckiest podcast listeners who's ever been born. You're welcome. And, and a new podcast listener gets born every day. We speak about this once a week with Spotify and how we're gunning for them when they're still in your gut. Mm. Is that like, so is it similar to whenever a bell rings an angel gets its wings? So is it every time there is, like you wake up with a frown, another podcaster listener is born? Yes. Every time you frown, a podcast listener is born. And there's one swimming inside you right now, girl. There's yeah. one right inside that you to yours, mm-hmm. eating half your meals. Oh yeah, and it's and it's in there, and it can't wait to like and subscribe. <laughs> Welcome to the Last Podcast Network show. This is the LPN show. Uh, my name is Henry Zabrowski. This and is, I'm Jackie Zabrowski, and I'm not pregnant, yes. even though Henry Ugh. is definitely making it seem like I am. I pregnant, was not talking not. to you. I was talking to the listener. Well, I felt like I, I felt yourself swimming up inside of me, and you're isn't disgusting. That Why are you beginning today like this? I don't. I'm Why just, did you I woke do up this? in a weird headspace. Why right? are you doing We're this? We're gonna in the have a great episode today because I'm real. Very, I know we, we have, have a we're real having a real episode because we're, we're thank you so much Duncan Trussell for being here with us today. You're disgusting. our first um you're our first what real a person. joy. You <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> this start a show. I'm sorry to talk about pregnancy before. What is podcasting devolved into Sean Hannity? <laughs> um, Duncan Trussell, you know, this man, he's the Lord Creatrix of Midnight Gospel and the Duncan Trussell Family Hour. You've seen him all over the, uh, the, the goddamn the goddamn internet. And I, I want to start off with a really hard topic today. Um, Mr. Trussell, okay. have we have you done any reading into the head of the uh, former Israeli space ministry saying that they met aliens and they are um, we are actively in a contract? The Is- Israel and the United States of America yes. are actively in a contract with aliens uh, where we uh, specifically the greys where we give them a certain number of human experimental bodies and then they give us technology in exchange. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I was really excited about that until somebody reminded me of what that guy's title was. What's mm. his title again? He's got a space minister. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> you gonna believe a space minister? I don't. I don't believe any minister. But that's neither here nor there, especially not a space one. I, I, I was. It was so exciting, and then you're like, oh, right. What is that even? What title is that? He's also promoting a book, but you know, would it mm-hmm. would it surprise me? That that was that would be the least 
surprising thing that they're trading humans for technology. I mean, with trade humans for far less, why wouldn't they trade yeah. them for technology? I, I wonder about the process. I wonder about the trade Paperwork. itself, the, the contract part. I was scratching my chin like, yeah, like why do we have to sign a contract with aliens? Is that do they have a lawyer? <laughs> are you like, are, do you have a business meeting with them? And then they're like, okay, we'll, we'll do it. We'll put you in touch with our guy or whatever it is, our thing, our person who handles space law. Our guy. Yeah, this is our guy. This is Ted. Yeah. Ted's from Baltimore. He loves the Ravens. Are they from the Baltimore? And his big thing is, but he is so good with the reticulons. He's so good with them. They love him. I don't really, they always talk about in the secret space program world, right? This yeah. idea that there is a whole break off secret space. There's a space program that is basically designed for the super rich to leave this planet eventually, yes. right? To leave us all behind. They do really talk about that there are board meetings with aliens and they talk yeah. about it and that to me is like that's what rings of disinformation and it's like weird idea of like why do you want us to think that there are there are actual like that people would book a conference room for a reptilian yeah and the bases right the idea is like if the deep underground military military bases mm -hmm. is where these meetings are happening you go down like an out like a very long elevator ride and yeah this is the mundanification of the magical by the corporatocracy, I guess you could say. And I think if you want to look at it as a form of psyops, the idea would be to demystify it to the point that no one even thinks about aliens anymore, because couldn't it be that we could all contact them anytime we want, which would be a nightmare situation for anything that wanted to enforce some hierarchical power structure, specifically like if we were able to get off the planet you know what I mean? Like if, if yeah. alien technology suddenly became instantly accessible, everybody, I don't know, everybody wakes up with a UFO in their yard that has yeah. within it like seven locations that are all paradise planets. Cool. How many people stay here? Why are we going to, what, what are we doing? We're going to stay, you're staying in, in North Hollywood? <laughs> exactly. you know what I, mean? I mean, isn't that what Elon Musk is doing though? Isn't what, isn't Elon Musk um, someone from, I believe the, the tale is either he's from outer space or that he is actually, what I believe, could be a robot from the future that has come back to try and attempt to yeah. save human society from Jackie, robots. Jackie, that's a big I didn't know you had that theory. Yeah, have we never talked about this before? I no, truly, I like this. I, I do think that he has come back, and I'm not saying in a savior role, I'm saying to benefit himself in mm. a future time, that he has come back <laughs> to help humanity. But don't, what are you laughing about? No, but this about? is about money. But this is about money. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, hmm. of course he's making, yeah, it's about money and about quote unquote saving the human race. But the if money you are first. a robot turning against your own kind, of course it's all about the money, right? So isn't that what's already happening? There's probably a lot of money in saving the human race. Like if you really think about it, there's like, probably it's like a good investment if you could figure out how to do it for sure. This time traveler thing, it's, I love, you know, this is one of the things that is floating out there more than it usually is right now. A lot of talk about time travel, multiverse navigation, jumping through mm -hmm. parallel timelines, various world leaders being some 
time traveler. Barack People- Obama served time on during Project Serpo as a time traveling little boy. This is true. He was scouted by a uh, yeah. by the CIA to time travel as little boy into the future in order to go to planets to, to basically look for future inhabitations for us to live in, and then simply come back. And but he's just so. He's so good at keeping secrets. Oh yeah, he's the best. He's oh yeah. Well, the, there's that. There, you, there is a great interview of him being asked about aliens, and it really does seem like he's doing a tongue in cheek. Like, no, there's fucking no. aliens. It's the no. It's the little. It's his sly smile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This weird smile. Like they don't want us to talk about it, but they're not. You know, they're. I have to say that they're not real, but I have to say that. But the, there's <laughs> yeah. people. People connecting John. Tidor mm-hmm. to Trump via Tesla because yes. do you know about this one? Trump, yeah. Trump. An Uber driver told explain. me about yes. this. Yeah, 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 please. Yeah, please. Are you yeah, fucking please. kidding? Uber drivers are the oracle of the modern age. They tell us everything. That's where I learned everything from and before the quarantine. That now I learn nothing new. But please continue. Please. The explain greatest Buddhist the teaching I ever got was from an Uber driver that had Buddhas all over his uber but yeah when i'm like super stoned i just fantasize with the idea that oh yeah maybe we are in some mystery school and the 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 heads of the school or the top teachers are the uber drivers and what better way to like connect with us they pick us up it's true and then they just give us all this data and then dump us off wherever we're like, go get pizza or whatever. And it sits inside of our brain. It stews yeah. inside of my mind. And I think about the person that drove yeah. me from LAX for an hour yeah. that I found out their entire life story because everyone always says, oh, you just got one of those faces. And I do. And then you, and then I absorb their power. But yeah. sorry, that's Jackie, right. that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah that's what's, also, yeah, the, the coverse would be that if you were some form of like, if you were wanting to I mean, these are the glory days for vampires. Not that that's what you're saying, but, you know, holy (laughs) shit, just get it. Like, I'm sure there's energy vampires that all they do is just travel in Ubers and the drivers are like... I'm in in the shift, man. That was like too. That was too. It. I don't know why I'm so tired. But yeah, Jackie, <laughs> I get the best downloads from Uber drivers. It's uh, it's really weird. But yeah, it's a, basically this. This one is, and maybe you can correct me because whatever your Uber driver said, I'm guarantee is going to be more accurate than what I picked up on Reddit conspiracy. But <laughs> the, uh, it, so it goes like this: Trump's uncle is it his uncle Henry? Is uncle? I'm not all I my honestly the main thing that my Uber driver was really talking about he talked about John Titor came up and he said that uh, Donald Trump has time traveling goggles that can see in the past and the future. Oh, that's awesome! Interesting. (laughs) That's interesting. That's old school. Yeah, it makes sense. It's like 1950s. Old school. It's weird. Like the idea that there's a room in the basement of the White House, and he goes and he puts his face like against these like big like pedestal with goggles on it and he sticks his face into it and he's just like there's a pandemic coming like he thinks that he it's very he's strange eating i bet he eats he's while he looks he's like eating a hamburger oh. eating popcorn he's yeah. got mayo covering the goggles at all times <laughs> and he thinks there's some sort of sheen in the future he's that got, we're not aware of fuck, i got mayo in my time traveling goggles again. you gotta stop eating and wearing those things we only have one pair mr yeah. president um Duncan, I just want to say I'm so. First of all, I'm glad we I'm glad we started hot because I knew that you honestly you do have a really good way of walking around the subject because it's when you're talking about the, these I like tackling these very what seem to be 
some people would say dumb, but uh, the idea of these unpackable ideas where if you drop this like aliens meet in corporate uh, uh, conference rooms in Washington, D.C., like that's just like this like one little topic. It's fun to realistically attack it and break it down because yes. you end up learning thing. I think you end up learning things accidentally yes. as you start to uh, like peer into all the folds. Yes, I agree. I agree. I think there's a lot to be gained from having being a free thinker in that regard. And I'm a big fan of the thought experiment that sort of, mm-hmm. or, or I, you know, or what Robert Anton Wilson said, you know, maintain agnosticism so that you could maintain some level of sanity by exploring these things. Give yourself permission to temporarily look through the lens of the a world. Uh, where there are time, there's time travel. Where there's aliens. Where there's um, pow- power. I think you like the. It's that hermetic maxim: as above, so below. So yes. this is the way you deconstruct anything. But in it works really well with secret societies, for example. Like uh, in the sense that if you've ever had any job other than you know where there's more than one person involved conspiracies just kind of grow yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> right there's hi- wherever there's hierarchy in a job like i worked at a summer camp and i remember after making friends with the guy who ran the summer camp and the head counselor one day there was a knock at the cabin door during nap time where the kids are taking naps and it's the head of the camp and i thought i was in trouble he's like come on come on and, you know, we had a counselor in training to watch the kids, but he, we all went down to the lake and floated in inner tubes. That sounds great. On this beautiful day, but it went against all the laws. Like, you couldn't do that. <laughs> like, you know, it was my first experience with like, oh, fuck, right. You, this is your camp. You can do whatever the fuck you, you want. Whatever the hell you want. So yeah. if you apply as above, so below to, if that's happening at summer camps, of course it's happening in the government. I, yeah. They got even bigger. They got even bigger inner tubes. Yeah, yeah. Even bigger lakes. <laughs> they have even bigger things to, ju- to jump into. They've got a net in the middle so their butt doesn't even have to go all the way into the water if it doesn't want to. Their lake is in hollow earth, but they, it's still a lake <laughs> that they float in. But the, So, you know, for example, like we know for sure, there's things we know. Like we know for sure that they print money. Like there are yes. places And where they can make more of it. They're just printing money. And, yeah. and people somehow think that in those facilities, that there aren't people who are like, okay, I'm going to take a hundred. Rob, I, seriously, I'm there's gonna, piles and piles and piles. They must take real. something. You think they're not taking that? You think that they're like they're so they're like okay, they're like it's like being like specially like controlled and put in the boxes, and there's someone. Fuck that. No way. There's people taking the money from the money printing facilities for sure. The you know if you look up where. Uh, pharmaceutical co- cocaine comes from it comes from the cocoa leaves uh, that are used to make coca-cola like what do you think the pharmaceutical cocaine <laughs> we're only using this for medicine gang we're just gonna definitely don't use this as a way to make untraceable money for other operations that we do this is no, just no, for no. dentists we're never gonna <laughs> so i like i think if you just look at it from the human perspective for sure most of what like conspiracy theories that have an intuition about are they're just human it's like if you if we're all like they used to put acid in people's coffee in the cia for fun 
just to see what it would do. But they learned so much. I'll give them that. They did they learn. Didn't learn quite. But you know what's funny, Jackie, is that as you look at you, they realize they didn't learn very much. No, that's they were the, too busy tripping fucking nuts, bro. That's where they stopped it because they re- legitimately were dosing their agents to kind of see what it would do. And then they're like, ah, this is legitimately, it's like, this is too much fun. Yeah. It causes too much chaos. No but one's being controlled. Do yeah. you both feel then about, I don't know if you are familiar, Duncan, with Goop and the um, what what Gwyneth Paltrow you, puts into you the were world. On Gwyneth, you guessed it on Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop show. I'm right? sure you're she, always working with Gwyneth Paltrow, right? Me? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you work with Yeah, you work I, with Gwen. Always with Gwen. Yeah, we're, we've got a We're uh-huh. we've got a, a new, uh, we're actually releasing a massage brick that's coming oh. out. It's amazing. Is it really just, heavy? Like, it, yeah, it's just a it, I mean, it's not just a brick. It, it's been uh, prayed over by some of the great <laughs> good, great good, Sufi good, good, mystics. Good. But yeah, like the the it feels really good to have a brick <laughs> smashed into your back. And yeah. we, you just get it. Yeah. yeah. But it's been prayed over. It's healing. Now, Goop did in one of her episodes, so she released a reality show talking about um, some of her unconventional things that she supports, including, I mean, the Jade Eggs weren't in the reality show. That's just what she supports overall outside of the reality show. But one of the, show, one of the episodes, she wanted to show uh, in how tripping together, how her employees tripping together mm. would work on their trauma, would help them work through a lot of things. I think my favorite thing is that she sent them to do it and did not include her in doing it and recorded people in very, very traumatic, vulnerable positions and then used it for money for reality television. Yeah. Now, I guess I don't really know where I'm going with this question, but I was wondering how you feel about this as someone that like I know that you are very open in in what you consume and how it helps obviously if you've watched Midnight Gospel how it helps create and open up your brain mm. and help with traumatic moments but the fact that it is I think there's just I guess I'm I'm creating a a comparison between Goop's reality show and Midnight Gospel and how to properly show Oh thanks. Do you work for Netflix, Jackie? I don't, surprisingly, but if they want me to work for them, I will. Um, I just wanted to say that how you incorporate feelings and emotions and working through trauma via a cartoon is so much more effective than what Goop did. And would did you mm. ever trip really hard with Pendleton Ward and record it? You know what? I uh, I absolutely would didn't. Pendleton, one of the first interviews I did with him I felt so embarrassed because like I asked this question like so you're into psychedelics right just looking at Adventure Time I made this like assumption that is a normal assumption to make I think if anything it just shows my love of psychedelics which is that you know psychedelics are some kind of necessity in creating psychedelic art which was uh he was in a very in the, he's very sweet but he was able to see he was like I don't really do I don't really take psychedelics. I, wow. I, I, I just, and I, it was a liberating moment for me because it released me from the superstition that up until that point I had been entertaining that my only method for, you know, uh, t- tuning into the universe where those ideas, where cool ideas come from, was through drugs. And, right. And it was exciting that an artist I respected was saying, "Oh, you know, actually, it's it's not really, I don't, it's not a necessity for me." That being said, I, I will always love psychedelics. I think they're uh, 
one of the many things we, we should feel great gratitude that we have have them in, in this dimension. Uh, with what you're talking about with Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, it actually, I can't remember who I was having this conversation with. I think it was on my podcast, but you know how when you do enough podcasts in conversations, they all kind of muddle together to one. It all yep, goes together. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, so like one of the horrors that's happening right now in capitalism uh, and it's not all bad, but one of the, the mutations, there's a few mutations of capitalism that Goop seems to embody. One of them is uh, people don't want to give, the people feel, people want to be able to do charity while they're consuming. So big corporations figure out a way to tie a store in with buying a thing. It used to be you like buy- Like Tom's, right. Right, yeah. uh, Tom's. Starbucks, whatever, every, it's mm-hmm. either some story like we pay our workers uh, a fair pay, which by the way, that's the should be something you're pay. proud of. <laughs> like what? You mean you don't keep slaves, Starbucks? <laughs> wow, you, let's get you a Good Nobel you. Peace Prize. <laughs> Holy shit, they pay their workers, everybody. Wow, <laughs> boy, this coffee tastes better this knowing is- that you pay your work but then the other part of it is the for every purchase we will donate this to 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 something and it's very sweet i'm not knocking it i think if we're gonna have capitalism figuring out a way to make capitalism benefit people who are in need is a wonderful thing and i'm glad that it's that that people do that uh but and it's just a mutation uh, in sales that it has its uh roots in um God, uh, Century of the Self. What's that guy's name? It's uh, there's a documentary. Carnegie, called, like uh, uh, it's that not guy. Carnegie. It's it's no. weirdly Freud's cousin. Um, and I can't remember his name at the moment. Bernays, Bernays, and so Bernays is the father of marketing as we know it. And he, uh, one of the classic stories is that he, you know, the some cigarette company came to him and was like, look, how do we get it so that people don't think smoking is just for guys, like. Because it was a time when it was associated with masculinity, so women weren't smoking. And this, talk about some fucking gray alien reptile demon mm, from the damn. abyss shuffles into Freud's cousin's office and is like, okay. "How do we make the women smile? <laughs> We're only poisoning half of them." And then so, <laughs> yes, let's show them how their breasts get fuller when they're filled with smoke. <laughs> he, so what he did? What he did? Is he's, he set up during a Macy's Day parade an activist moment where where women who are pro voting they set up a press conference or they told reporters you better be there because this activist moment's gonna happen. All these women like pull up their skirts to show cigarettes. Uh, you know Ooh. they've got cigarettes in Ooh. their stockings and they pull out cigarettes and start smoking, but also they're for voting. So in that moment, Bernays tied a very beautiful thing: women being allowed to vote with uh and smoking so smoking became an indication that you think women should be able to vote if you're a woman whoa that's so smart everybody's smoking now yeah that that's real it's century of the self it's really intense to watch how manipulated we are by by brilliant people like that and bernays in particular it's so funny he's so proud of himself like oh yeah he's he loves i did it yeah he's like eat i think there's a scene where he's like eat literally eating with like a gold Fork and, a, and, a, and a, some oh kind of weird God. banquet, like you know, like for one. Yeah, it was really fascinating. But um, 
Yeah. The so what you're saying is I should be smoking. Is that what you're telling yeah, you? Because no, now, hold dude. on. Hold. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. You gotta hold strong, Jackie. You gotta I've been smoke. about a year and a half off of it. No, and, but you now must you're not telling want me. women to vote. Uh, if, that I mean, sucks. I, you should oh want God, women am to I vote. a bad woman? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, I'll do it. I have to do it now. So thank you for giving me this well, opportunity. The, 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 I'm sorry. I'll finish my point. I'm sorry. I ran to Here's the point I was trying to make, and I apologize for going on too long. The second, this new mutation is this thing where it looks really awesome. It's like, wow, look at Pixar. They've got ball pits, champagne. You can get champagne. They got ball pits. And and you go there and then you get M&Ms. As many M&Ms as you want and ball pits. And you, but really what's happening is that this dark fusing of work and recreation so that within those situations is the implied, do you really need to go home? And so when Paltrow is getting your employees to get blasted on psychedelics, um, and then the, the, the Starbucks move she's doing is to help them, but then also <laughs> she's filming people in the most vulnerable situation they could be in, <laughs> and then monetizing that for her yep. brand, then what yeah. you have is this crazy, what, what traditionally would be a very intimate recreational activity being absorbed into the goop amoeba and, and their epiphany or hell trip being transformed into some quantifiable uh, unit uh, for yeah. views or money or something like that. Oh, yeah. Their, their mystical quests just got turned into content. Yeah, that fast. Just yeah. Rim, just flipped it right into it. I and now it's uh, you can almost see why people are almost panicking during the pandemic. Like this idea, like I don't obviously I have no I, you know I don't believe in any of the pandemic like concepts. But Ugh. you can see at some point how how this is such a fertile, amazing place in time for capitalists because we literally can't leave our jobs. That's right. In any way, shape, or form. Our jobs are where we eat and sleep now. Yeah. So if you most of the time, unless you are an, an, an quote unquote emergency responder, like someone like who has to work at a grocery store who's also making only uh, the minimum wage. Not enough. But then literally has to go wade through the virus yes. every day to go to work. It's a story. We're in a... We're in an upside down world. Well, I, I listen, I you know, the truth is like right now we're like... Jackie, I know we just met. I feel like I'm your friend. We're, we're connecting and we're friends, yeah. but also we're, monet we're monetizing it. And sure. so I'm not saying that this this alchemy is uh, uh, necessarily evil it, the, because the truth of the matter is we, we are not photosynthetic. We, as part of being in the system that we're in, we have to figure out a way to produce income and right. uh, th this is just the nature of the beast and I th so it's it's I'm not saying it's necessarily an evil thing but it certainly is one of the new things that's happening and certainly the idea of working from home as it's called is just like what you're observing is solidifying this uh, this what 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 this is and uh, you know for us that's great because we sure. we are we're artists and and that's what that's what we do but it gets a little weird when you're working for like you know i don't know Fe pepsi or, or you're at a call center for fedex but it's your house and your kids you know over there staring at the zoom <laughs> education that's happening <laughs> yeah. oh my while god listening yeah, to you like to help people get their cable back it's a very dystopian uh, way of being very 
Yeah. Very dystopian. Well, that and also, we are talking about this with the changing and the, the how commercials have changed since the beginning of quarantine and how there are times, because I'm a big 90 Day Fiance fan, so again, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm I a part of the problem 100%. But watching them change of like co- corporations going from like, we're with you together in this. And now it is like spun in a way of like, you know what you need now that you're trapped in your house forever? Like <laughs> it went from going into a transitional commercials yeah. into like, this is our new forever and making it in such a more dire, drastic way that is so, talk about dysutopian. Watching these commercials, I'm just like, I don't know if I want anything like none of the things are going to make us happy anymore because what's going to make us happy is being able to see my sick dad on christmas but we can't do that yeah uh sorry not am i getting too dark it's the holidays i get dark for the holidays is your dad doing okay is he sick ah you know that's he's just he's he is just not doing great and so every christmas is like what every holiday you know i'm certain everybody's experiencing the same thing that's like one less Christmas, you get to be, it's like one less of these, where these memories would be made, uh, don't get to be made anymore, which I think is, we're kind of all in this crux of, those of us with jobs during this time period have to feel very lucky and not feel the weight of these little things too, you know, like it's, it's a, we're in a a piles of trauma, which is why I've been trying to say to Jackie too, because now I'm meditating every day. And I'm doing yoga three times a week just to kind of like keep myself Mm. like knowing that time passes. Right. This will this will pass each day is like we're closer towards whatever the end of this quote unquote will be. I don't need to listen to McDonald's tell me to get used to this. I'm just going to I can create my own little oasis of mind. I, yeah, I, I, there needs to y'all. There needs to be a documentary on pandemic commercials, just because it's just like it. You're <laughs> yeah. so right that it's the most fucked up thing to like. Oh God, what was the one? Like Oreos has got a weird one. Like some sometimes it's fun to be apart. Like it is, yeah, it's just like <laughs> oh what? what? Oh God! It's the, I want to say I saw one that a toddler. It was someone had an iPad to somebody up to somebody with the oxygen mask on in the ICU, and the toddler was trying to put the Oreo through the iPad. I don't know if that's real or not, but I'm pretty certain it was one of them. Have some, Grandpa. Have uh, some. And yeah. he's going, oh, yeah. Oh, well, oh, yeah. Sometimes it's good. Satan is the Lord of the Earth. <laughs> hey, we all live in the world of Satan now. You're locked into your fucking cubes. Why not eat some Oreos? Why don't they just do that? Why can't, why can't a corporation be like, this sucks. I fucking hate it. I don't know what's happening. Is this what they meant when they said the anti Christ, I don't know. Oreo so. still tastes good, though. That hasn't been taken away from us. It still tastes good. I I run the fucking company. I like them. They work in Satan is the Lord of the Earth. I don't know, but these Oreos are good. Why? Teeth and lips all black with Oreos, yeah. just like this. <laughs> what? I like. I don't know why they have. They feel like they've got to like try. To me, that's the great failure of that particular form of media. Is that? Stop trying to put lipstick on the fucking fish, 
here. This we sucks. don't need it. I don't need we we don't need you to try to show some sad fucking kid who's stuck in his house who's like his parents have made some rotten tent out of sheets <laughs> and you're acting like everything's okay this kid can't go to a fucking playground with his police tape around the goddamn playground oh but you put a sheet over a fucking couch and also somehow I'm supposed to tie that to Bank of America you know, like that's the other mm -hmm. part is like, what does this have to do with banking? This this collision of the apocalypse and the repainting of the apocalypse via the lens of whatever our brand is, is definitely that uh, we didn't predict it. Walking nope. Dead, Walking Dead, they don't show. The, no. They need they to don't. make a new Walking Dead when whatever was happening was happening so that we could see the commercials like these fucking zombies. I don't know. Yeah, you know Damn. They're so lazy. They're walking so slow. <laughs> hey, come and get me, zombies. Just like throwing Red Bulls at them. <laughs> Give them come wings. wings. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, the, that's a really fascinating quality of the pandemic, you know, that I, I, I really dislike. I mean, are you, y'all in L.A.? Yeah, we're L.A. We are. Okay, yeah, so you're like, the problem is like what you're experiencing when you're mentioning trauma, truly, you can't understand how traumatized you are until you leave L.A. Oh, I can't. Because you you did like a walkabout, essentially, right? Didn't you leave for a while? You left L.A. for a while. Are you in L.A. now? I or left. You le I moved. Yeah, I'm you, in the yeah, mountains you, now. Woo, I got the sweet, you. sweet Thank man. You. See, I got we're the fuck also, out. we grew up in New York, so we are like diehard New Yorkers that have moved to LA. So also most of this quarantine, at mm. least for me, I'm like, thank God we're not in New York. And not that oh, they're, yeah. it's just because I was in a bad headspace there, but how do you feel that now that you are pulled out of LA, how has that changed your brainscape? Or have you built your compound yet? Like, is this, is this a Rogan move? You're moving, you got like, you yeah. got a whole system there, a whole team? No team, but we are looking for some kind of compound. I mean, I can't yeah, I like I like Ro you know Rogan can af can afford compounds in Austin. I don't think mm -hmm. I can afford a compound in Austin, but I do want a lot of land. I mean, that LA inspired that in me. I mean, it was the the realization of like, oh right, all the shit the preppers were saying was pretty accurate. Like it just <laughs> it, it can just happen that mm -hmm. it just doesn't work out. And I don't want to be in a place with high population density, not just because of that, but also just because it's nicer to be in a place where that's not on fire. Because mm. California is going to keep catching on fire until they figure out. You fucking out. gave up, dude. I yeah, love man. Gave no. up, bro. Dude, I love that. I like no. somebody called me a tourist. They're like, see you later, tourist. It's like, what? I get. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, it's so interesting. It's the effect when you like. Trauma bond with your kidnapper or whatever, but <laughs> yeah. the, you know that that and that is a quality of people living in LA, and I don't blame them. I mean, some people are there because they have to be. Some people are there because they want to be because they love it. For whatever reason, you're there. It's 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 you, you have to find a way to to harmonize with the situation there. But when I left, 
and came to a place that has not been uh, locked down like LA has been, that has not been as stringent uh, in enforcing various COVID protocols as LA has been. And I understand why they wanted to be that way. And I think it was initially made sense because we didn't understand what the fucking thing was. Remember when it first hit? We didn't oh, know what yeah, this fucking weeks. shit was. We didn't know what it was. Nope. We didn't know. We didn't know this shit could be like, you get it and you fucking, you're dead in a, a, a week. We don't know. You could be nope. people. Does it stop your heart? Does it cause annual? Who the fuck knows? And so during the initial part of it, I was like, let's do fucking martial law, man. Let's get this shit out of here. Lock mm-hmm. everyone down for a few weeks. And yeah. then and then once we, once we figure out, once we stop its spread, we'll just get back to normal life. So I kind of understand the initial thinking regarding it. I, but now uh, what's happening is like somehow LA, which has theoretically been the most locked down, the safest, is weirdly the most contaminated right now. It's one of the big hot spots on the fucking planet. And it's been the most stringent in enforcing a lot of these policies, indicating that there seems to be either a there they some problem with what they're doing or uh, i don't know i don't know i don't I know i mean I, well the reason i, I it's distinctly the, entertainment the reason business it's just it's both the entertainment business because uh, you have all of these magical realism rules on on these sets like thinking that oh well the actors won't have masks on but everybody else does so that's one thing that the and then so you give the least responsible people on a set um uh, the most the biggest guns in their hands when it comes to the disease and then you uh, also that every day we every still day we're close to each other and, because it's like we're we don't have masks wow. on what are we supposed to do they also i also think they just should have they well uh, there was no reason to pay people to not stay home the people should have just been paid to stay home that um and so we have a bunch of people that are forced to work for the moneyed class of la essentially it's like there's two la's it's the bunkered up yeah like moneyed class and Just then there is the stay at home what's the problem yes yeah. so, and then everybody else has to go out to work <laughs> yeah, so it's like a whole a fucking store. Yeah, we're in a we're in a uh, evil capitalism carousel. I got gotcha. you. That's okay. That makes sense. That's the best explanation I've heard. Yeah, yeah. I you know I don't I uh, I love that city so much, and I really didn't want to leave. And do you think that leaving is going like so now? So you, let's list your titles, right? So Uncle Trussell is executive producer. He's a writer. He's a podcaster. He's a comedian. He's a husband. He's a father. Now, when it comes down to that, that shouldn't be last, Henry. But no, which is most important, and how is being a father going to give you the twenty-five minutes you need to get back out on the road in Mm. June? I mean, like, because this is why you were a father, correct? Was it just for the material? Yeah, my PR dude came to me with the optics of fatherhood and Mm. sort of explained like where things were trending regarding (laughs) fatherhood. Also, we want backup plans. You know, should the podcast thing not work out? You want to be able to. Like yeah, something. YouTube kid blogs and stuff like that. So we already <laughs> oh, had yeah, it. Oh, no. Money on the table, dude. Lined up with a lot of great sponsors. Kabuki Koo. I don't know if you've heard of them, but. <laughs> the, or, Is um, it makeup for babies? Uh, no, it's like um, the great Kabuki. Remember the great Kabuki who. Uh, it was an old no. wrestler from the 80s. He breathed poison gas. Oh, gotcha. So, yeah, so this I was is thinking a, more kabuki theater, but yes. No, see, where things are going, if you uh, get the metrics from the people I'm getting it from, the deepest state, 
basically like the survivability of children in 2024 is not it does it's not looking good uh so <laughs> it's essentially a, a sweetened poison uh capsule Ooh. that the children can eat and then you blow it out at any attacker <laughs> instant death or coma so it's a way like you can dune. yeah it's based on the dune tooth implant and so mm -hmm. yeah they, but we you know it's for kids so though it's weird it's a lot of them kids. don't have teeth that's the problem so we had to work through that and then also mixing in the tooth fairy mix with it so the, so the commercial yes. we're looking working on is really funny the tooth fairy comes to take the tooth no tooth under the pillow the kid smiles bites the tooth and blows poison on the tooth fairy and and you know the 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 motto for the for it is uh uh only go where you're invited kabuki -koo. so it's like you know don't fuck with kids basically oh it's a pro consent campaign and i oh, appreciate it's that. the anti-pedophile what yeah, yeah exactly anti anything anybody anything that wants their kids we want to weaponize our children yes poison and, and you know i don't want the the look of the militarized child thing which by the way is on the horizon but that's more like um probably 2030 it's just it's you're not gonna not, it's, yeah, nobody yeah. wants to put their kid it's but, hard it's hard to get people super into the kid armies that we're gonna have to amass to get yeah. together because they're the only ones immune to the covid so they're the ones that are gonna have to be shipped to various countries to commit our new wars a new long arm of the america stance and so the kids are really honestly the kids are the future so thank so you. you were you work with jake that's you work with Jake too? That's what he tells me. I just, um, to be honest, I have these goggles. Oh, the time goggles. That, oh no, <laughs> yeah, the that time I have goggles. To. Yeah, those fucking things, man. I, they're hard to adjust. They hurt my face. <laughs> but I would love to see you, Duncan, as like, I'd love to see you make one of those because you know we all have comedy buddies that are all like everyone's got to make hard right switches every once in a while because the job that changes you comes and I can't wait for you to get that like all of a sudden CBS you as like you know Ooh, the, all American you, dad tripping dad tripping dad <laughs> there you go it's what a gift Woo! How about, yeah, he's an acid manufacturer and a great dad. And a great dad. Have you been in my test tubes again? You know, I like having a kid. The problem with having a kid is you land into a universe of cliches because you mm -hmm. realize that every single thing you heard parents say, good and bad, is true. And yeah. because it's one of the oldest things, so whatever you heard about it you realize oh yeah that's true so then you end up ha finding yourself saying these things that you heard because you can't think of a better way to say them uh one of them being like being a parent is, is a psychedelic it is a psychedelic and that uh when i heard that as a non-parent i really judged that i'd be like shut the fuck up yes have you ever smoked <laughs> Emmy out of DMT. <laughs> you're gonna is compare it just like being a dad? Oh, really? Smoking Emmy out DMT is gonna be the same as pushing my kid on a swing, merging <laughs> with a fucking godhead. Okay, sure, dad. That's how I felt. But then, it, then it happens, and uh, you know, suddenly in these moments that aren't supposed that aren't supposed to be psychedelic or aren't supposed to be the deep moment become the most astoundingly powerful beautiful elemental thing you ever experienced in all your many experiments in self-gratification hedonism and so the because that is happening 
that's that that very i think healthy longing people have and which, which gets people to take psychedelics it kind of evaporated for me in the sense that yeah you know what i mean there isn't like god i really want to like i really feel like it would be nice to go in the k-hole right now you know yeah, because right. because it's already light it's it's already like that that is not to say that in a very responsible way away from my kids i'm not gonna you know have the nice yearly reset that we all need oh, you know yeah. that kind I mean, of thing. yeah but, man but yeah fatherhood is definitely completely what people say about it but it's not just that man i think this pandemic is there's something to be said for listening to the world and not listen to the world as it's being interpreted but by other people, but really listening to the world. And I feel like in my listening to the world, it doesn't make sense to live in a place with high population density that catches on fire. That mm -hmm. just, you know what I mean? There was, that also has earthquakes. That also, and, and but you know, that's some people are, are willing to and it's admirable to help a city you know that was when my wife and i were talking about leaving one of the things the things that came up is like what we're gonna leave this fucking city now when like if any time it probably needs help this city that gave us everything brought us together gave us our children or gave us like uh, gave me a career now you're gonna bail just because the sky's on fire, the, the city's on fire. And we really got sentimental about that. And then it's yeah. like, yeah, we're gonna fucking leave because- Yeah, it doesn't care yeah. about you at all. It yeah, doesn't it care does. about yeah, our existence exactly. in any way. Fuck that sentimental bullshit. <laughs> what? what, you think LA- It hates us. It's, yeah, it's not, it's, it's a city. And it's yeah. just a, an inanimate, it's a city. But, you know, I'm, I, I feel like uh, right now is a great time for people to really, uh, uh, know their blood type. <laughs> I know your Try, fucking I mean, blood straight type. Up, but honestly, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And look inside of ourselves and start, because you're right, we've never had, as in our generations, we have not had the time to think about what we do and where we're going and the choices yeah. we make because life was just always going. It was always We've going. We've been on the wheel. We've been on the American work yourself to death wheel. Yeah. And now we're in a part of which is, I mean, you can't escape the symbolism of mm. a an invisible quote unquote enemy. I don't even know if it's whatever it is because it doesn't have an agenda. It does, it's not anti-us. It just exists. Yes. So you have this thing that we don't know and we yes. can't we can't understand truly. Besides that, it just spreads. All it does is spread, and we are in the middle of sort of this silence cloud. It's this moment of silence of like when you drive around, the streets are empty, and you yes. you are you're really kind of forced to tr uh, basically be left to all right. Now you have to figure out to, how to be in the moment for a little bit. Maybe you could sit and yes. listen. Well, I like that term. The idea is that it's about listening. Yeah. For and we're not good at it necessarily as a culture and i mean me no. because all i do is scream into a microphone so this whole time period has been about like trying to like that's exactly that it's like what well all right i'm here now like yeah. what the hell do you want from me like yeah. i'm not learning to make bread i don't care what the fuck any of you i'm not i'm not doing it i'm not <laughs> doing puzzles I'll do something else though. Puzzles are nice and they help you relax. But I'm yes, anti -puzzle. I understand where you're coming from. Well, you know, I'm anti-puzzle. I think the other problem with listening and the way that you're talking about there is you 
you know, like think how many people would love the fantasy of like maybe I don't know summoning an entity to to answer some question or something, and they've heard that this could be a possibility. But I think, and a lot of people who maybe even would call themselves some form of practicing like magician in the occult sense, yes, if they legitimately encountered something. I don't know that they would like it very much because what happens when the thing tells you something that doesn't fit in to your life map and what you want to do? Yeah, and what you want to do and what you, and the way you thought things were going to be and you know if you look at the archetype th th that's how it works is generally someone is approached by the universe in some way shape or form and asked to do something. And th their first reaction is usually always like I, I'm not good enough or some like what why, how could I possibly and uh, then they don't do it this is um, actually this is I believe Jonah and the whale that's the whole story of someone who was like fuck that I'm not doing that didn't listen got on a boat tried to go in the opposite direction and then literally you know the, the literally but in the myth right. and he got but that was like you know again he got put into a holding space Right, he got inside this yeah. whale where it's like he's yeah. now forced yeah. to sit and reconcile and think about what was said before. And yeah, it's like we're inside of the whale right now. We are. Yeah, there you go. Guts sloshing around. Like <laughs> I feel it. Yeah. I can feel it. You don't Completely. know where you're going. You just are inside. You're, you're where, wherever the whale wants to go. That's where you're going to go. you want to be outside of the whale? This is the thing. How are you going to be outside wanna of the be whale? I want to be on top of the whale. I want to have <laughs> reins in its mouth. And I want to be telling the whale where the fuck to go. No, you... I think I want to be in the blowhole. I want to be right in the blowhole, holding down the water and be like, you want to blow? Because yeah. you're going to have to get me out of here first. I would like to be in the blowhole. Too, if I'm gonna right? have to mm -hmm. choose which part of the whale to be in, definitely the blowhole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, what's more erotic than a whale's blowhole? Trippin' Dad on NBC. But, yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> there's gremlins in the closet. It's gonna be everyone trying to convince you there's no gremlins in the closet. And you're like, thank you for convincing me there's no gremlins in the closet. <laughs> now leave me alone while I fuck my blowhole. <laughs> sklish, 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 sklish. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, do you feel that now that you have, so now you're like, you're outside of LA, you're up in the mountains. Yes. Do you, do you feel, do you, do you feel more connected or is that just sort of like the, like to nature, to like your own self or now that you're, or is it more of the kids? Cause it seems like having a kid was really such a profound, wonderful thing for you. Some, most of them, my other friends that have kids sound, um, 
really tired. Oh, I'm fucking exhausted. I mean, like it's both. Everything people say about having a kid is true—the good and the bad. You're a, you're a, you're a truly a demonic force. If you, I'm sorry if I've only been putting the the good side out there. I, I, you know, that's that's really like not a. That's not a. That's, that's not the kind of travel agent you want. Oh, it's a beautiful part of the world. You get there, it's like oh, and there's cannibals. Anyway, enjoy your trip. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's you know you're you're having to keep a being alive that you're completely yeah. in love with, and also your your whatever demons you have are. are gonna... Oh my god, Ooh. I can't imagine what the how the demons crowd. Oh, like god. honestly, yeah. I don't know what would happen. I feel like the demons. Yeah, I would call a general meeting. Like as soon as you get a kid in there, because then it's all just because my problem is intrusive thoughts. Like I get a lot of intrusive thoughts, yes. so I like I feel like there would be things that you like you like look at the baby, and then like you'd always kind of have those thoughts like throw it out the window, yeah, take the baby, throw it, throw it in the street, yeah. throw it in the street, yeah, like, <laughs> absolutely. So. I mean that's that's why meditation is wonderful because it mm. teaches you. Your, yes, you know there, there's a there's a saying uh, the the mind creates thoughts in the way the tongue salivates, and so and Ooh. another way to put it that they put it is, is your thoughts are, are as. Imp- have no more meaning than a baby diarrhea. So they, once you start getting this nice, when you start, uh, st- when you are no longer a thought idolater, as so many people are, Whoa. which is that because your fucking thought is saying something, you think it means anything at all. It doesn't, which is why for me, meditation is really useful in the sense that it, it doesn't, it shows me all the thoughts. And somewhere in there, you realize you've got this shotgun scatter of thoughts. Some of them are sweet. Some of them are horrific, some of them are mundane, but somewhere in the that that, that never-ending stuttering spray of non-continuous, non-connected thoughts, you realize that you've gotten superstitious with your thinking and that you've elevated some thought above another mm-hmm. when they're pretty much, they're, they're just spit that your brain is producing. And so that's very useful with that, that intrusive thoughts in particular because yeah, People who don't understand they're not their thoughts or don't understand that your thoughts are literally of no more import than like your, uh, maybe less important than like your armpit perspiration. You know what I mean? It, right. Hmm. Just, just, That's a really interesting idea. I've never heard that before. I love that idea. The idea that the thoughts are like saliva. Saliva. That's and, very and interesting. Yes, because they're constant. And constant. That's, I, yeah. And well, they have, right, and though, they just too. keep coming. Yeah, they because never especially stop. with meditation. Henry and I have talked about this because I'm also I'm fairly new to meditating, and and that you can actually visually see either a negative or a positive or just a thought, and see it and accept it, and choose to not let it absorb into your brain. I see mine yeah. as a cloud all filled with lightning. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I you know the all exercises that help you unchain yourself from your thoughts are going to be useful in your life for sure because it just you know it if you if your thought your thoughts are going to define you otherwise and then you become a person you become your like twitter bio or something you know just because that right. i don't want to become my twitter bio man <laughs> i don't want to make i don't i can't have twitter be any more real than it is it needs to i can't um you want to hear how about here's you want to turn this fun um midnight gospel season two no, I don't think so. I don't. I don't know, man. It's they haven't canceled it yet, but they definitely. No, yeah, that's that's the Netflix way. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I like. 
I don't know. And I'm I'm com- I am completely fine with any outcome regarding that. It's it's it, for, in my mind there is a second season, but there's another part of the story that we didn't get to tell. That being said, you know, if like people get to invent that second part of the story, then that, I'm I'm fine with that too. Dude, it's a it's fucking great. Thank what you. a it's great insane. accomplishment. It's, like thank you. Cuz Jackie reminded me to watch it. I started getting into it. It is a really like what a I don't know. It's good for the brain mm. is what I would call it. Thank you. I, yeah, I, I, so. we're so lucky they let us make it. I can't believe they like they rolled the dice on that one. It really, it's like, and that's that to me is like, you know, they're everything you hear about them being cool to work with. If if that's what you heard is really true, and they yeah. are, they do take risks, and they do uh, they do really like they are pro they seem artists. To, they they get out of the artist's way, yeah, and they really want you to make your own thing. Now I do have a quick question about that. Now you, when you, so you voice Clancy in Midnight Gospel. Yes. Was this how? Have you ever envisioned yourself or what you do as a cartoon before? And oh. did you bring the like any of your ideas to Pendleton Ward in making Midnight Gospel? Well, I mean, I, I like I, I had had uh, a lot of these like visions on ketamine, and I, um, and DMT. Uh, and so a lot of those visions got in, made their way oh, into the yeah. show, but Heck I, ne- yeah. I never, <clears throat> I never had in my own mind, like I, I'm a, you know, I, I'm, I don't want to say I'm proud of it. it sounds cheesy, but I'm, pr- I am, I'm proud to you be a pod- be. I'm proud to be a podcaster. I mean, I'm, I, I am a pod. I like to whatever this We're medium. In radio. Is. I like being in radio. I think it's cool. Like that's what we end up calling it because it feels like radio. It's I radio. like being a part of this. Me too, very much so. I love this medium. I think when you run into people, especially like people who started in radio pre podcasting, I like anytime I've. Uh, gone on the road and uh, have done radio there's a new sense of like connection with these people you're looking at their equipment you're like watching their rhythm you're seeing like this you realize oh this is a craft it's like a that we got lucky to be part of so i love that and in that i I didn't spend much time thinking like i'm gonna transition this into a cartoon i just got lucky because pendleton listened to my podcast and then uh, and then I got to work with him and he helped me turn it into uh, a cartoon, which is so, but no, I never had any uh, aspiration to be a, uh, to play myself in a, in the midnight. God, I couldn't have predicted it if I'd tried. That's awesome. That's so beautiful. It's one of the, though. to me, I think that's what's cool about it is that, and it feels like that. It feels very organic. It feels like you guys were both on the same wavelength. And yes. kind of knew what to do because Pendleton. I mean, I love adventure. Like I, I love Adventure Time. It's a fucking great show. But no, man. Hey, and it's nice to have somebody who actually really knows how to hold your hand through these worlds because I yes. love the idea of making longer form content. But you really need somebody who knows. Yes. Like how to traverse you. Yes, that's yeah. it. You need and, and we like that's the yes. It's the dream come true, and finally someone like understands you, and then is like helps you you know teaches you that whatever their particular art form is that's what pendleton did for me i felt i mean i love animation now i it's all i want yeah. to do now that's the other problem is it's whenever i'm thinking about ideas i, I in general there's a i just want to do more animation i want to oh yeah dog yeah it's the it's the, it's the community so interesting and uh punk rock and uh i love working at titmouse and i'm sure at some point I'll, some other thing 
will cook up something. I just I just don't oh, know yeah, when, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. I, yeah. You make them. You fucking make them make a goddamn cartoon. Let me make a fucking cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking we make gotta give make it to cartoon, <laughs> Listen to the man. Give him a goddamn cartoon. Yeah, goddamn it, Tim Mouse. The They're lovely. They're good people over there. Doing this is what I love. To me, this is like, it's such a freedom to have our job, and it's such a wonderful, raw kind of thing. It's so nice, and it's, I, I, and, but also it's a little isolated. It's a little solitary. If you're not, you know, you, y'all are collaborating, but the, the kind of collaboration that goes on when you're making a show, holy shit. The, it's a, it's such magic, and it's so many people figuring out a way to connect creatively. So that is a, to, whenever I, during Midnight Gospel, I just felt like this is what it must feel like to get access to like a, government laboratory that nobody oh, you know yeah, what i mean that you get to have, yeah you get to do so but have all these tools and i don't know if you're like me because me um i don't like have like great attention to detail no. i'm a broad strokes idea man yeah. that can tell you all sorts of ideas i could i could yell ideas at you for years um but i'm not like great at getting back to emails same. We are and I need horrible that. at communication. <laughs> and Henry and I have worked yeah. together obviously our entire lives. And there are points in time where it's like, yeah, just we are just very difficult to communicate with. And that's sometimes you just have to understand. I've been trying to work on it, but there's only so much you can work on it if it's just like I just don't think about it. I yes. don't look at my phone. I forget about Same. I Jackie's forget about blessed. checking. Jackie's like a blessed that really understands she doesn't look at somehow for a person who spends who does have a relatively v- pretty big presence on social media barely uses it don't look at it wow which that's is nice. interesting she that's manages so to cool. not engage that's so cool how that's a what how because you've met- become a provocateur on your instagram i've seen what you've done duncan <laughs> trussell i've seen Ooh, how you've you become a, he's become a provocateur it. on there Ooh. no he's just it's just like random ass pictures that are like <laughs> supposed to be inflammatory which i think are very very funny that, well yeah because what, what happened i I don't even remember what it was. Like, oh. It was just like a picture of Mitch McConnell. Like yeah. you just put up a picture of Mitch McConnell <laughs> no. and you're like, and no caption. It was fact- no, it was no, it's like, what, what, this is what happened. Natasha Legero posted an Instagram. She said, get Trump out now. And at the time, oh, yeah. I don't know why. I was just feeling really like particularly disgusted with that that president and the energy and i'm not gonna get some obvious trump thing but like i just was like i'll just re re regram that and then my the comments suddenly were filled with like maga people (laughs) furious with me and then i'm like what the fuck this is like finding it this is like that those those youtube videos where someone like peels back wallpaper and there's just this filled with roaches how did this happen? Like where I'm thinking like where in the midnight gospel or where in where did I give an indication anytime that like in uh, any way, shape or form was, that you like Donald was, Trump. Yes. Yeah. I didn't I, like I, I, I on Rogan. I would say like I'm voting for Biden. I don't like Trump. I was I was always not I, I don't rem- I didn't remember a time when I'd indicated that. But I just thought, well, this is just this is probably what happens if you. Uh, or a, if you don't talk about politics too much, then yes, you, suddenly people start thinking you're someone that you're not, and that's not fair. And I don't want to be that kind of, I don't want to be the person 
that in the, there's an old school thinking in comedy, which is a business way of thinking, which is don't talk about politics. You need everybody. You want everybody. Oh, with, every, what everyone. Michael Jordan famously said, what Republicans buy shoes to. <laughs> yeah, you know, which, and, yeah. and, and it's true. And, you know, I, my, I'm, I don't have anything. I, I, we, I'm a whole weird amalgam of different political uh, ideas. You know, I, I love guns. I'm, I'm, I would, I'm, got to figure out a way to safely have a gun in the house. I'm too lazy. Your to... kids, your kid's name is Rifle. Well, yeah, right? <laughs> Winchester. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. Which is incredible. It's Winchester a... Blaster Trussell. <laughs> all, I mean, honestly, though, sick. Yeah, that is actually a no, We're. I'm vaguely, I'm similar to, just because it's like most of my comedy involved characters and all that, so I never really talk, but it's weird how people can apply they politics assume. to you when you specifically are just kind of a person where it's like, well, honestly, just most of the shit I talk about publicly has very little to do yeah. with, honestly, sometimes how I feel directly. And also just like, because most of the time I'm trying to interpret how I feel through the lens of a character yeah. or something like that's kind of mostly how my comedy works. So it's weird to like then have people think that right. you think a certain way just right. because you didn't like, just because you don't have hashtag resist in your Instagram right. bio. That you look, I, I think the problem is that, 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 that idea that Republicans buy sho shoes too, or really the idea is like, I, I, I don't give a fuck what you believe. I really don't no. care if you are like, like that's, that's the, to me, the bummer is that these, like MAGA nerds and that, that like it's just nerds and nerds. The, the MAGA nerds are like feeling like because my sense regarding Trump is that he's just like some blustery like annoying he's just annoying it's like all politics aside I'm just sick of the thing being in like the the screaming mouth, yeah, the screaming, the noise, annoying. and the screaming, and and him just, and it's just like I'm just sick of his fucking face. I hate his sick voice. I hate his face. I just, I don't like the way he looks. Yeah, it's it's really, and then they're like, "Wow, oh, orange man, bad." Then they start like burping out all these memes that have been implanted in them by a very powerful psyops that has somehow managed to think that if you want to be a punk rock outsider, the way to do it is to uphold the president of the United States. <laughs> I, yep. I it's don't like, understand do that. It is the least cool thing that yeah. possibly exists. Yeah. He's not the underdog. He's the president. It's not punk rock yeah, to he love won. the president. It is, you're not, he's not an outsider. They're he's like, not. they're like, oh really? So I guess, Duncan, you want the insiders to run the show. He's the fucking president. <laughs> president. It's as inside as you can get. He's got access to alien <laughs> brains stop telling me that that is an outsider that and he wasn't an outsider it's not like he was like snowden who somehow got elected to be the president he was a fucking real estate dude with ties to like various oligarchs and mafia people that's not an outsider he was asked by the clintons to run because they thought he would be easy to beat they yeah. set him up to yeah. lose yeah that was a whole thing and then they were stupid they were stupid and they were wrong. <laughs> yeah, they fucked up. They fucked they up. They fucked up and that's funny too, by the way. Yes. That's funny. And I recognize that and I don't think there's anything. And then there's people on the left are like, that's not funny. How could you even say that's funny? It's funny. The it whole, is funny. Like, and, but the point, like we're at this point now where 
because we believe something, we can't be friends. That is fucking awful. Like, I don't care if you believe in, uh, if you believe in QAnon or if you believe in, in that stuff, none of that matters to me. The only part that bothers me is if you are there for being aggressive or violent to people or you're, but you're somehow using that against like my own beliefs against for me. evil. Yeah. I'm allowed to be pro-vaccine. That doesn't mean I'm evil. I'm not in the deep state. I've got people accusing me of being in the fucking CIA. God. Like, give me a break. But I would join. Like if the CIA came to me asked. and it was a cool job, I, I would do it just to be like, oh, I'm in the CIA now. It's kind of fun. But I, they'll never invite me because I would all I would say it. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, I have a microphone in front of my face, yeah. and three hours I have to fill like two times yeah. a week. Yeah, I have to do this. So then, when I realized that that was happening in my social media, I just was like, all right, I'm gonna post a picture of someone giving a kid a vaccine. Just that. <laughs> just it, why it was, not? It was just like, it's really good. I thought it was really fun because it was like a doc, no caption, just a doctor with a kid and like a syringe going. And the Earp people were just freaking <laughs> out. They were freaking. It was great. It was very, very funny to watch it, it as a wild. side, as from the side. I, it's a, I think that like it, if you, it's from time to time, my, my friend uh, Connor B compares it to a flea bath like it's good from time to time give your social media flea bath make put out there what you fucking stop trying to ride the the fence the wave if you're not yeah. on the fucking you have fence to choose. yeah exactly if you're not on the fence don't be on the fence if you're on the fence be on the fucking fence but if you're someone who thinks that vaccines are actually a one of the wonderful uh one of the wonderful things science has given us in the modern age, or if you're someone who uh, actually believes there's a pandemic happening, or if you're someone who wants uh, another president uh, to to be in office, you should say you should say that without fear of repercussion, uh, one way or the other. That you know, I, I, that's how I feel. I, I, I like I. I'm sorry. I, I felt really bad for some of these MAGA people because it was like, man, I, I you know, you can still like me. I'm just, yeah. you know, I'm just it's not. It's not teams. They can, they yeah. fooled you into thinking that we were all on separate teams. And we're all yeah. against each other, right? We're yeah, not. They, we're not. We are all technically, uh, you don't, every single time you destroy, you think you're, you're like bringing down some kind of structure. Like every single time you attack the center of this place where we all live, you're fucking with your own, you're shitting where you eat. Yeah. 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 Every time you you fuck with it. So And that's we, why Elon Musk came back as a robot to save human society. Why I, not just I, himself? The, I'm confused in why he came back as a robot rather than his meat body. Uh, well, because I think that his meat body was changed. I think he was uploaded into a robot and I don't think yeah. he had He was much too busy getting his dick sucked in the year 3000. <laughs> Send my and robot. <laughs> I'm getting my dick <laughs> Get him out of here. Um, I gotta say, Duncan, I'm just glad that we had you during this time period. You're a good, you're a good voice for Thanks. this time period. Thank you. Um, yes. Unfortunately, I do feel like we talk about all the time how we're like Apocalypse Radio too. It's weird how we feel like you're sort of we're built almost for this time to keep yelling about the things we've yes. been yelling about since the since before this. Yes, that's so right. For a decade. Yeah. I'll make content forever. Same. But honestly, is there anything so is there anything you want people to go look at that you you haven't you haven't publicly orally displayed? Is there anything you want to shout out to? 
Yeah, I want to give a shout out to my Kabuki uh, Ku family. Uh, yep. This is coming. You're not going to be able to get it now. Particularly Dr. Emil um, Burchard, who Ooh. came up with this. Let me tell you something. When you're trying to make a tooth that has a poison gas in it, that you know, first of all, you're not going to put the mm -hmm. gas in the tooth. That's where. That's what I thought. I was laughed out of that. Yeah, meeting. that's what I thought. No, you. It, it has to combine with saliva, and then that. Aerosolized. Oh, makes sense. Common no, no, misconception. Every, you're not going to get gas it's in the tooth. There, you would have to have a very big tooth for that to work. So you need the reaction. And then also it's got to taste good. A lot of mm. these poison gases, you know, if you're if you're working with like um, dihydrogenase peroxide, which is what we blew like 17 <laughs> monkeys faces off. Explosive. <laughs> Fun to Boof. watch, though. Boof. I bet. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, horrifying. Oh, it, it was hard. Oh, God. It's horrifying because it was just, a, you know, yeah, there's nothing worse than seeing like anything's head explode, but particularly when like it's also like a, a very colorful, sparkly gas is coming out of it because we wanted it to be fun, too. It's not <laughs> like green. It's not green <laughs> poison. It's a pink, sparkling gas. It's coming uh, out 2022, 2023. Okay. Protect yeah. your children. Uh, only go where you're invited. If you're a perp out there, let me tell you, a couple <laughs> years, it's not going to be the way it used to be if you're a kidnapper. You're going to get your face melted with this poison fucking gas. So check awesome. out kabukiku.com, please. Fucking yeah. It's weaponize great. these kids. I honestly, it's so important to weaponize, give them the tools they need to kill uh, anybody who comes near them. Yeah. Ex yeah. Ex it's kids are the new camouflage. They will be leading us in the future in our war against the denizens of the hollow earth because they're coming baby it's coming. coming and those tic tacs let me tell you that's like not our government that's coming from the hollow fucking earth and the whole covid thing was just designed of course to wipe out the majority of humanity except for the children and a few uh, people to lead the child army against the Middle Earth so we can return to the core. Pandemic. This is the kind of stuff we cover. I mean, I'm just so ha I'm just so happy we can t finally get to it. Yeah, well, look, you know, it, it's the kind it's it's the kind of thing where the good news is I could just say it out loud being in the CIA because nobody believes it. But it's what but it's what we're doing. And we've been working on this for a long time. Jackie, we've been working on it for a long time. Yeah, get out of LA, trust me. It's been great Thank being you. on yeah, definitely, but no. Yeah, look how relaxed you are. No, I don't mean that. I mean get out of LA. Oh god. Oh, oh yeah, fuck. No, no, oh, fuck. I'm ready to go. I mean, no, that was a solemn um, well, thank you for the solemn warning. Um, this is great. The, the Duncan Trussell family hour, and also please definitely do yourself a favor and watch Midnight Gospel. Thank you. I think my favorite show this year, hands down. Oh, um, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank this you was all for an having me. I, thank you. I really, really appreciate it. It's so nice to get to spend time with you, even via this uh, Zoom or whatever. Whatever this we're on right now. horrible machine. So thank you for listening yes. to the LPN show. Listen to all the other shows on LPN, last podcast on the left. Uh, I'm not going to say your pretty face is going to hell. It's an adult swim. We don't know what the fate of that's going to be. Um, then there's Wizard and the Bruiser, page well, seven. Well, I also do a couple shows. You can I check just out do it. page I just seven. Said it. Able to get top hat. <laughs> we're getting all of them. Side work. Check it out. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you again, Duncan Trussell. And, Thank uh, you. See you later. Hell yeah. Have a great day, guys. Hare Krishna. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. 
For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.